defense is so tight in the nation's capital today that uh, one of the greatest thieves in this country was finally caught. Miles Straw was gunned down on the bases. It only took eight opportunities to get there. We'll get into this series uh, as well as some fun with numbers and some general ribbing and good time with another series win for the Cleveland Guardians, as well as some shout outs to our everydayers on today's episode of Locked On Guardians. You are Locked On Guardians, your daily podcast on the Cleveland Guardians, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Guardians. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Listen, I spent about two hours playing it yesterday when I had some time, so it is a fun game. Go check it out for yourself. All of our listeners get a 100% free bonus to the franchise when we locked on in the game app store. In the game itself, go to the store. Use locked on to get that bonus. Uh, we have I have some fun numbers to lead off the show today. And sorry, I just got that text from you on my, oh. my phone to let me know nice. that you're ready to record. Um, so... Uh, I thought I'd throw this out there. I didn't. I was going to surprise Justin with with one of these. Our favorite thing to do to each other. Uh, three teams are yet to win a series in baseball this year. One is the Nationals. One is the Oakland A's. Do you know who the third is? It's got to be the Detroit Tigers. It's the Chicago White Sox. Oh yikes! Oh, I just realized they are six and ten. Wow. Okay then. Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, some more interesting things. We're about 15% of the way into the season. If you see my face looking a little scared right now, I'm seeing like one little dot on my Wi-Fi in the corner. So I'm waiting for this all to come crashing down like a house of cards, as is want to do. But uh, so far in the early going, 15% of the way into the year, home runs up 30% to 18%. Uh, batting average 18 points on base 20 points slugging 44 points we'll have to see how these go but uh yeah offense is up yeah home runs are up but not for the guardians although they did get what two this weekend i want to say jose finally hit his first and josh bell finally hit one i think that was all the home runs this weekend so home runs up for everybody but cleveland detroit and what washington Kansas city has a pretty brutal Offense, you know, they going. I don't know if it's uh, Cleveland and the Nationals are still, though, tied for the lowest with eight home runs. That's that's a tie yeah. for the bottom. So, so Detroit is at home 10. Runs, just not Cleveland. Yeah. 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 But hey, Cleveland's still nine and seven. I, so I is, guess. Is there any player that's got more than Cleveland has as a team? Is there anyone with nine home runs yet? I think is that the question? Um, That's a great question. I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up. Right? Uh, I'll go. I will go figure that out. All right. Well. Put together our Monday morning headline. So if you're not uh, listening on Monday morning, answer is Monday. no, but Pete Alonso is tied with eight home runs. So Pete Alonso okay. has as much as the Guardians and the Washington Nationals. That sounds about right. Yeah. Good job for Big Meat Pete. Um, super majority win, not a unanimous sweep, unfortunately, for the Guardians over the weekend. You know, I know we talked about wanting to go out and beat the Nationals and, and playing good against the bad team. And they had two. They had one, another one-run win on Friday, four to three. They won. They scored late, so it was a two-run game on Saturday, and then they ended up losing a one-run game 
on Sunday. I mean, the idea is to build up good days in a row and, and win series. I just feel like the last day kind of fell flat for everybody. You know, it was it was a it was a good game early on. Bieber Bieber didn't have his best stuff. No. Uh the offense put up four in the third, they put up two in the seventh, and then you know, I was gonna put something in here about having bullpen concerns, but it was just a bad pitch by Tim Heron and Nick Sandlin wasn't great, so I'm not going to sit here and say oh, I, have, I have concerns about the bullpen, but I, I mean, I do, but uh, Friday and Saturday, obviously, the bullpens were, were both very good, so I guess it's just a matter of who do you trust right now, but still, we still feel pretty good that even though this is, you know, they had a chance to sweep on Sunday, and this is a team you should go out and thoroughly beat, uh, they'd only, you know, they only, only ended up winning by a one-run game and a two-run game. They didn't sweep them. So do you still feel good about the series win, even though it, it kind of ended on a sour note? No. On a winnable game? No, because the Nationals are awful. Like They are a triple-A squad. You have to take care of business. Um, you know, I the thing I'll say is, like, I'm fine with 99. I'm going to keep saying this. Watching Saturday's game, though, I was I feel like every one of his is almost some kind of degree of tightrope. Like there's always a runner in scoring position when he's out there, but he did a great job getting out of it. Um, but you got to beat them. It's like, especially you have your ace on the mound. There's such a drop off between Bieber and the rest of this staff. He was not good. I looked at his box score and I'm like, wow, he actually pitched better. than I thought like having watched the game, I was like, Oh, it was not, I, I don't, you know, there's some defensive issues as well. And we continue to see this throughout this series, unfortunately, and throughout this season. Um, yeah, you'd like to see the bullpen step up a little bit better. They're missing Sam Henches. You got to take care of business. And, you know, there was a, a slight chance there in the ninth. And, um, you know, Miles Straw, bottom of the lineup, what a great job, Brennan Straw, Zanino, and even Daquan at the top. I know some people might complain. Um, the one thing I'll say about Quan is listen, strike two was absolute crap. Uh, there's no, I would use harsher language if I could, uh, but we already had to edit some of that out from uh, Friday's show. But uh, he, you know, he has to swing there. If they're going to, if the umpire is set on trying to go home early, he's got to, you know, he's so good at making contact. You need that contact. And I also don't know why Straw wasn't necessarily off earlier in the count as well, just to move him to scoring position. But you got to beat the Nationals. Nationals are bad. You can't let them keep coming back. Um, yeah, two out of three is fine. But I, I don't feel great about this weekend. Do you feel great or just like, eh? Like, I feel meh. I feel mid to use the kids language. Yeah, definitely, definitely mid. I mean, baseball's, you know, baseball, you can't predict anything day to day. It's not like football where, I mean, I guess they say any given Sunday, but like literally any given night out, you know, guy might not have it or where things happen. And, and today wasn't Shane Bieber's best day. You know, he didn't, he missed five, five swings and misses today out of 48 total. That was pretty low for him. He usually misses a lot more bats than that. I don't think he had great, his best fastball command. I don't think he really had command of, of a lot of his pitches. Truthfully, it wasn't his best day. He gave a lot of hits. Um, I just think it's weird that you know they're they're still winning, which is good. It's you know the old saying is unless you're the Tampa Bay Rays this year, although they finally lost their first series of the year and first games of the year. But you know you can't you can't win a division in April and you can lose it. And Cleveland at nine and seven so far is on the path of not losing it. Um, you know Minnesota's ten and six, so it's not like they're running ahead of anybody. One game back. That's yeah. the one for one game back. Like right. It's it's fine. So and and no one, you know, I saw someone tweet earlier about talking about the standings tonight, and I'm like, it is April 17th. You do not need to be looking at the standings at all. 
Uh, I mean, if, again, if you're in the AL East, which even the Red Sox right now at eight, eight, eight and eight are only six games back. So it's not like they're, they're a terrible team and they're eight and eight and they're not out of the race yet. Like you can probably declare the Rockies or the athletic season over. They're already six back. The Royals are already six back. I guess I said the Red Sox are six back, but the Nationals are already seven back. So I don't know. Nobody's more than seven back. That's the worst. Nationals. Uh, the National season was over in uh, September of last year. It's true. And then you know, and you know what? The the athletic season ended too, and they traded Sean Murphy. So that's fine. Uh, yeah, now you shouldn't really be looking at the standings at this point. Like I said, Tam- even Tampa Bay is fourteen and two. Is only six games up. So I'm not gonna sit here and and you know kick rocks about that, but. It's like, this is what Beaver's fourth start of the year mm-hmm. on Sunday. They've lost really? three. Of, they've lost three of the yeah. games he's pitched in. That's so bizarre. And, and I'd hate to be kicking myself in July or August when, you know, you've, you've lost opportunities to win games with him on the mound when you didn't have Aaron Savali and you didn't have Tristan McKenzie and you have to go out there and try to win a hundred Gattis start or whoever's pitching in the other spot, whether it's Peyton Battenfield or, Zavion Curry or whatever, you know, whoever it's going to be before they finally decided to Tanner Bybee or Logan Allen, who, by the way, Logan Allen had another terrific start on Sunday. Yeah, let's start counting the days to his appearance. Yeah, too. but it's it's just like they, they, they've they lost three of the four Beaver starts. And they, they've also played some bad defense. Like there was the, the goofy play where Ahmed Rosario got in the way of a throw to second on, was that Friday or I think it was Friday. Yeah, no, Friday. it was Saturday. It was Saturday. It was Friday. Saturday. And then I don't know if I don't know if I want to call Zanino blocking the plate on Sunday like an error. That's a soft play, but it's just those little things. You know what I mean? Like when when you they scored six runs in back to back days, which is good. Um, they, and that's what they should be doing against the Nationals, obviously. But they didn't hit the Nationals as hard as they they a, a, a good team should. And I, I this is this is the thing I worried about coming into the season too was you know the Cavaliers lost their first playoff game over the weekend and it was uh, it was kind of a crap show. Um, the Cavs were super fun and had no expectations last year. This year they acquired Donovan Mitchell and they do have all those expectations. And it's the same for the guardians, even though they didn't go out and they couldn't make that big trade, they still could, but you know, expectations are there now. So we sit here and talk about how, okay, they took a serious win against the nationals and that's good. They're getting out in April. They're, they're, you know, surviving April and they're surviving without two fifths of the rotation. Um, but now we have expectations, right? So these these series wins, they kind of feel mid, like you said. So when you don't win Beaver starts, you got to go out and win Hunter, Hunter Gattis starts to to try to keep things afloat. It's just a it's a pain in the rear. But you know, on to Detroit, and a win is a win. And um, there are there are some good developments, which we're yeah. we're going to get into um, in just a second. If for Jeff picks his uh, three stars of the weekend after this. Oh, uh, sorry. I was just, I was getting into the music, I guess. I was expecting it to cut off. Uh, so you got a nice little long interlude there. Uh, so I am crushing everyone in Ultimate Pro Baseball GM. I want to thank one of our, I also meant to, uh, you know, shout out maybe towards the end of the show, shout out to some of our everydayers. But one of the people talked about, I love that I'm trash talking. Not only am I winning by a thousand points, I'm about three seasons from completing my best run ever. I currently have a team that is, I've got like an all-star sitting on my bench because he's on a good contract. And I don't want to trade him and he's got nowhere to go. So uh, it's going to be great. I've just won two world series is just made uh you know, back to back, just made the po- the world series for the fourth straight year. 
my manager is retiring at the end of the year, but three more years will go in the record bank. And this is going to pretty much lock up our contest. No one's coming close. Closest person is a thousand points away. And my score is going up after this. So they're all screwed. Uh, see what I am enjoying. People are commenting that they enjoy playing it. It's, it's, it's a fun little quick management game. And I shouldn't call it quick because it'll easily eat two hours of your time. If you're not paying attention, once you get into the quick turn and burn nature of it, head right now, guardians listeners to get your hundred percent free boost to your franchise. When using promo code locked on in the game store, make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, ultimate baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you heard the comment. Uh, I, can't what day, I can't remember what day it was, but the comment that, that I guess Tito had mentioned, they talked about Oscar Gonzalez, is that... Um, you know, to stay ready and, and keep working. And, but it sounds like Will Brennan is, is going to be the kind of the everyday guy right now. Like he, he's getting the majority of the bats. I know Oscar played on Sunday because um, they gave Quan the day to DH. So Brennan moved over to left and he had another hit against Patrick Corbin. I'd say, you know, good. He got a hit against the lefty, but Patrick Corbin's not a, not a real threat to anybody truthfully, uh, except for the backstop and baseballs in general. And he had a walk, which was good. So he had another good weekend. But Will Brennan, it sounds like, has uh, has claimed the right field job for the time being. You know, it's it's his to lose, and and Oscar's going to have to earn at bats, um, you know, throughout the year. But uh, his at bats this weekend, I know it's hard to to get you know any kind of regular rhythm going. But his at bats, just in general this year, haven't been great. So uh, I liked it. Will Brennan, he basically said, "Hey, this is your gig right now. You're going to get the regular at bats, and we'll mix in Oscar when we can." And um, that's good because Will Brennan is starting to run away with it, at least in the early going. Yeah, he's been great. Um, and it's the nice thing, too, is it's some extra base hits, like some doubles, but it's also like defense. Like there is I'm too many likes. I apologize. Uh, he, he the defense is so strong and he's got a good arm. And I know they had him in left field today in the off day. But when he's making all the throws, he can totally handle right field. You know, he, he's doing it offensively. He's doing it defensively. He is just doing it all. And, you know, I, I, I see occasional deranged comments about how Oscar Gonzalez needs to play more and uh, Miles Straw needs to sit. One could argue right now that Brennan and Straw is the best one-two combo in the lineup over the past week, week and a half, uh, since they are always hitting back-to-back pretty much. Uh, I mean, today and Sunday's game, like I said, it was those two and Zanino that were really... Bell was solid. Yeah, Bell was solid the whole week. You know, we'll we'll talk about that as well. It was the the heart of the order, guys. It was your stars who really struggled, unfortunately. It was, which is you know part of the reason that Jose Ramirez had a home run, which was good. But other than that, uh, yeah, I'm excited just because nobody really talked about Will Brennan. I feel like until late last year when he got called up, that was like when he took off. I remember seeing him like counting 2020 and one, and I was like, "Then this guy can hit." I don't know if it's going to be for any power. We'll see how limited the upside is. And he kind of took off last year and then and kind of, you know, get called up, which I thought was a surprise. I mean, like I've, I've said this before, if you're an everydayer, you know I've said this. Uh, I am higher on Will Brennan than anybody not in the Will Brennan family currently. So uh, I'm glad to see him take this, and I think he definitely deserves it. And I expect it to continue. Nice to see Josh Bell show up. Uh, in DC, stopped by you know the cherry blossoms, the Smithsonian, and he found his bat somewhere. He must have left it there when he got traded to San Diego. He's taking one last look at the cherry blossoms before he headed to San Diego, and uh, he picked it up and, and had a pretty nice weekend. He hit his first homer, had a couple of doubles, really good at bats, hitting the ball hard, an RBI today. Um, 
How do you feel about Josh Bell right now? You feel like I mean, is this is this a mirage because he's playing in DC and he's playing the Nationals and they're bad, or is this like, hey, this is the Josh Bell that we thought we were going to get? No, I mean it's listen. He was yes, he's always a slow starter, but he has never been as bad as he was. Even when he's had his down years, he is about a league average bat. So he'll he'll rebound. So this was positive. Multi hit every single game in the series. That's uh, another good sign. And now, I mean, for all of his struggles, like he was still getting on base. So there were three guys last year who started for this team in Ahmed, Naylor, and Oscar Gonzalez, who are all worse than him in terms of production. He has moved out of that. He's not even that bottom tier. So it takes, you know, it's early on. It takes one good weekend to move past it. And hopefully he could just, you know, the Detroit Tigers are up next and that'll help you feel even better. It should. That is the... uh the recommended cure. Some people get apples and some people say when it's in baseball, you have to face the Tigers or the Nationals. I would say Josh Bell probably warranted one of the three stars of the series. 100%. I think. Yeah. I'd say Josh Bell. Um, I don't know. Emmanuel Classe closed two of the games. Can you get yeah. a closer to that? My, no, uh, I Mike would. Sanino, actually. Mike Sanino leads the team in OPS right now. I, I don't know he how does. you can't, can't say he's one of the, star, one of the stars this uh, well, year. It's, it's the so thing. Too. It's, and even like Miles Straw, like one game he's three for four and let's see and the other game he's today two for four did he, he also had his seventh stolen base to i believe lead baseball so like if it's not zanino it's straw um which is weird to say uh if it's not miles straw it's our catcher was a line i never said a year ago you know <laughs> like that's just not how this worked but yeah it's one of them so it's either straw or zanino um i'm willing to go either way on that um let's see i was because zanino didn't play all three right yeah um so i i I, I think i give it to straw over zanino because he played all three and had multi-hits in uh multiples of those games how about zanino already up to six doubles by the way we may not have a lot of home runs but he's got to lead the team um with that but yeah um and then you know i'll I'll do a pre pre uh, shout out read but uh emmanuel classe i I put on my so rare team and uh he was worth 39 points this week for me so yeah i think i would give it to him just based on the fact that he uh and and they were not uh stressful outings like he was still not up there velocity wise but it was definitely at least the saturday one was pretty solid i'm trying to remember about fridays off the top of my head yeah, he was good this weekend. Uh, back-to-back days. I think there was talk about him maybe being available on Sunday. Could have used them because obviously the bullpen didn't come through. I, again, I'm not going to split hairs on on Tim Heron. Yeah. And I mean, at some point, I don't know. Right now, Heron and Sandlin seem to be the least trustworthy guys in the bullpen. Everybody else, but from but they're going to them a lot. <laughs> I know, and see, I just feel like they're not trustworthy right now. And Heron, no. I mean, it's early, and I, Heron's had obviously had some good outings. He was great early yeah. on, but. Um, yeah, I feel like Enya en- was. I know he went in an inning in the third on Saturday, but like, I feel like he's not getting called as much, or even you know, like Morgan yeah, only appeared in one game. Like, it's weird how they're setting up and, and kind of using them. Yeah, and Eli has yet to allow a run this year. Knock on wood, yeah. he's been pretty good. So it is weird how Heron and Stanley have kind of gone to that fifth or sixth inning we're losing role, and then Morgan and Dale Santos have shifted to the back end of that. Um, the start the first guys out in front of Karen check step and class. I'm curious to what happens when Henches comes back. Cause he pitched in Arizona over the weekend. Uh, things sounded good. So he might head to Columbus soon. It sounds like for a couple of rehab outings. So he could be back. Maybe wondering if he could be back by the time uh, this team comes home for the next homestand. That'd be really interested. So 
Class A, Bell, and uh, you said Zanino, right? I'm going Straw over Zanino because Straw played. Since it's close, I'm going to go Straw. That's pretty fair. You know, all he right. played all three, even though the one game wasn't as strong for him, but the other two were, were really strong. And, you know, he's defensively not to knock. Zanino was getting better. I saw there was like an article about Zanino's defense and the positives yeah. of it. I didn't I didn't read the article. I got to be honest. But uh, Straw, his defense never sleeps. He's, That's true. He's like a night watchman up there. His, his watch never ends. Yeah. All right. Well, we're on to the Tigers. Uh, we'll talk about the Tigers series, pitching matchups, keys to the series, and what we're watching for uh, coming up in just a second. All right. Well, one of the guys I had on my team this weekend that didn't do so hot was Andre Cement. It was on my Sober team. He got 27 points, which actually was the second most points uh, on my team behind Jared Kelnick. Jared Kelnick, fan- breakout is finally here, Jeff. It's finally happening. Uh, you're definitely going to want to get him as a so rare card. That is our new sponsor, So Rare. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game in marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Uh, they have partnered with MLB stars like Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez. You're going to want their cards. Obviously, those guys are pretty good, although Soto hasn't had a great start to the season, I don't think. Um, games happen twice weekly in a span of three to four days. I had a pretty bad weekend. I think I... Ended up with uh, 110 points, or it was 102 points, I think I told you, Jeff. 101.85, so close to two, uh, 102. Yeah, I was a little bit better than you. I, I also had Jimenez, um, I was like 130, I want to say. So That's pretty good. Well, I didn't have Jeffrey Springs. He didn't play. 128, so. 128. Yeah, not great. So, uh, yeah, head to so rare to uh, MLB managers who rank in the top of the leaderboard, which was not Jeff or I. You can win some rewards like merch, scarcity cards, game tickets, jerseys, VIP experiences. Prices will depend on competition. So head to SoRare.com slash Lockdown. That's S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your free team of player cards. Set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that is SoRare.com slash Lockdown to start playing today. All right. I had actually had two Tigers on my team uh, over the weekend. I had Alex Lange, uh, who is one of the few pitchers in the team that closer, you could probably right? trust. Huh? Is he their closer? I do think he is their closer. Uh, he is probably their best reliever. They got a couple guys who have gone. They've got Jason Foley who's off having a good start, and Jason Shreve is pitching well. Outside of that, it's pretty, pretty ugly. And Spencer Torkelson, too. Spencer Torkelson has not uh, taken off Oof, yet the way. No. Jared Kelnick finally did, like we all thought. But uh, Don't, the Tigers Arizona, are not a good team. Arizona hitters are scary. Like yeah. I'm just going to say, that's why I fell off Daniel Susak last year. Yeah. You look at the Scott Kingeries and the Kevin Newmans. When you hit in that light air, it gets overhyped sometimes. Just gonna hey, say Joe Lampy's off to a good start. I want to hear it. He is, but that's that's why I was lower on him. If I if yeah. I end up being wrong on Joe Lampy, I didn't buy in as hard because I'm like, no, I've been burned by literally everyone from your state, just like with yeah, Virginia. Goodness, like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be Kyle Teal won't be a top twenty guy for me for that same reason. But yeah, all right. Well, Guardians and Tigers this week uh, in Detroit. We'll see how the weather holds up on Monday. I know it doesn't look great for in Detroit, but first matchup is Matt Boyd versus Hunter Gaddis. Whew. This is going to be a barn burner because, you know. Bet the over for runs scored. In that yeah, one. bet the over and watch it be a 2 nothing game that I mean, Classe closed up. By the way, Cleveland, this is why I say don't, you know, Jeff says bet the over. I'm thinking not because uh, Cleveland is 9-7 and seven in their 16 games so far. And they have now played 
uh, nine one-run games out of their 16 games. They're five and four in one-run games after the loss on Sunday, nine and seven overall. That is wild to me. They are uh, four and out extra innings, which that's also strange. I guess that means they've kind of spread it out more in extra innings. But um, just when you think that you want to bet the over on 100 Gattis versus Matt Boyd, it'll probably be like a two-nothing game. I don't know. Matt Boyd off to a meh start, four ERA and nine innings, two starts. Uh, has walked as many guys as he struck out so far. Hunter Gaddis nope. is getting another start. I don't know. This this should be a lineup that Hunter Gaddis does okay against. Like, what is a? <laughs> I'm going to do everyone's favorite. Interrupt you. Take a guess on Detroit's team batting average and team OP on base percentage. Uh, their batting average is two two ten. Two oh eight. Very close. Wow. Yeah, they're bad. 273 on base, 327 slugging, so a 600 OPS. That's good, right? That's how you want. Yeah, it's, this is I mean, golf, right? You want to Cle- be low. Cleveland's got a 689. They have no slugging at all, but their on base percentage is 15th. They're middle of the pack in that. So Cleveland, you know, yeah. for much as we can play, and it's like Detroit was historically bad a year ago, and somehow they're worse. They are. They strike out a lot. They're second worst in baseball in terms of uh, swing and miss, so that should be good for Hunter Gaddis. Uh, Javier Baez forgets how many outs there are despite his ridiculous contract. So there's a free out for you once in the inning when he when he does something goofy out there. I love the flash and Javier Baez, truthfully, but uh, he has gone in a very strange direction. So, yeah, Hunter Gaddis and Matt Boyd the first night. Uh, we'll see how Gaddis does. I mean, every, every Gaddis start, you got to watch because um never know what decisions I might make based off of that. The, I'm not rooting for Gaddis to do bad, I'm saying. I'm just saying you got to watch these because – um, well, who's been? No, I don't know. All the minor league teams are off tomorrow, so we don't know who on Monday. So we don't know who would line up for his start. But um, yeah, I think I, I think Tanner Bybee's scheduled to start Tuesday, so like they're they're close in their range. I don't know. It's just one of those things you got to keep an eye on. See how this yeah, goes. I, it just feels like Logan Allen would be the guy. Like he had what fourteen a year ago. Yeah, I agree. He's up to is it three starts now, or is it just two? That's three. It's three, and he's been. Nails. Well, two. He had two this weekend alone, and they were both yeah. pretty good. Uh, his start Sunday was was really interesting. Uh, I tweeted about it. If you want to go find it, Wednesday. I'm sorry, Tuesday is Eduardo Rodriguez and Peyton Banfield. So Peyton Banfield earns another start. No issues with that for me. I think we both talked no. about that the other day. Um, if you're never dare, you would have heard us talk about that that he earned another start, and uh, he has. I, I think for Spencer or for for Peyton Banfield. Um, don't change anything. He threw a ton of those cut fastballs against the Yankees. They swung and missed a ton. The Yankees are a are in a different planet in terms of what they do offensively versus the Tigers. The Tigers are playing a, a different sport. Like the Tigers might might as well be playing cricket, and the Yankees are playing baseball. Uh, so I think Peyton Battlefield just throw a ton of cutters and see what happens. Wait, you know, until they can hit it, right? No, might as well. I mean, they're not going to hit it. They can't hit anything right now. No, no I mean, I'm, I'm just I am tempting fate so poorly right now. Uh, if they if they hit like if if the Tigers score double digit runs this week, that's my fault and I will own it and apologize. Jeff's gonna wear the dunce cap if they yeah. do that. Uh, and then third Wednesday of the day game, the uh, series cap is Cal Quantrill versus Spencer Turnbull. So I know we looked at Spencer Turnbull stats, other people might look at his line. Um, the the season so far for Spencer Turnbull not great. He did have a good outing against the uh, the. Blue Jays the other day, and the Blue Jays have a good lineup. And as somebody I can tell you who has, has had Spencer Trumbull on a lot of fantasy teams over the last couple of years before he got hurt, uh, this guy's pretty good. So, yes, I like him out of Bama. 
Yeah. Uh, last against the Blue Jays, uh, back his last time out, five innings, uh, six hits a run, six strikeouts, and a walk. So I think he's getting better as he comes back from TJ. Don't be surprised if uh, you're watching on Wednesday or listening to Hammy and talks about how Spencer Trumbull has shut the Guardians down. I, I I feel like we're in for a repeat. I know you can't predict these things, but I feel like we're in for a repeat. They're going to beat Hunter Matt. They're going to beat Matt Boyd by a run. They're going to beat Eduardo Rodriguez by two runs. Then they're going to wind up losing four to three or three to two to Spencer Turnbull and the Tigers on Wednesday and take another series. But um, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know. I just, Cal didn't have his best stuff against the, the nationals and I, he won't need his best stuff against the Tigers. And they, it was enough to win. So uh, I don't know. I just hope my, my keys for this, Jeff, you could tell me if you got something different. Um, miss more bats. Guardians do not have a high strikeout staff besides Bieber, and though Bieber's not missing a lot of bats right now either. But uh, as I said, the Tigers, they have the second worst strikeout percentage in baseball. They strike out second most of anybody um, in all of baseball, and they also do not walk. They are a very impatient team. They are 23rd in terms of walk, so miss some bats. Like, keep them off the bases. Don't make those errors. Don't walk, guys, and um, let stupid things happen like happened on, on Sunday. You, know, you can avoid that error by your uh, your your guy that plays shortstop. I don't want to call anybody out there. I'm just saying you can eliminate those things. And then uh, the Tigers also walk a lot of people as a team, so uh, definitely want to stay patient and take advantage of strikes. This is a team that walks. You know, Matt Boyd has as many walks as he does strikeouts. I think Eduardo Rodriguez um, has a ton of walks as well, or at least as many walks as strikeouts. So, you know, Take your walks against these guys. They do not throw. Eduardo's better keeping guys off the bases by the free pass. But uh, Spencer Turnbull has walked his fair share so far this year too. So keep staying patient. Yeah. If anyone is curious, I was. I, I'm. I'm literally making a, a list of our everydayers here, so I make sure I can oh, wow. give shout outs to the correct people as that's happening. I do want to say we've had great response to that. Um, here's my thought: the Detroit's line, the Detroit's lineup, Detroit Lions, Detroit Lions, oh, okay. Detroit's lineup is pitiful, terrible, uh, is a no-good, very bad lineup. This is a team that should not take advantage of the Guardians. Oakland's lineup is better. This is the worst lineup in baseball. You have to take care of business. Spencer Turnbull is coming back from major arm injury. His walk rate is the worst of his career, and he's missing the least bats of his career. I know his last outing against Toronto was great, but he's still not all the way back. Um, they, They need to sweep. They need to sweep this team. This is a bad team. And my thoughts are there is no reason they can't score more runs when a team is this terrible. Again, I would use other words, but we are a family program. This is <laughs> this is a team lining up for the Jack. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. The Jack C contest, the Chase Burns contest. Oh, Everyone will label yeah. Caglione. You know, uh, Chase Burns, Jack Caglione, um, Brett, uh, one of my blanket, a bot. The Iowa pitcher, uh, boat. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't remember. Yeah, can't you know, the name there's a. Um, it's a good class at the top again next year, and the Tigers will be picking top five. Like this is a terrible, terrible team. One could make a case right now. This team is worse than the Nationals, who they just had their way with. So, you know, it, they they took two out of three. They won. You're right. Way with was a little um, strongly worded, but they, they got to take care of business. That's it. This is another terrible team who's underperforming. There's not a whole lot of points to be excited for. Um, I mean, I, I haven't really <laughs> dove too much into the numbers, 
but like Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson. I mean, Kerry Carpenter did well against Cleveland a year ago, but I don't think he's doing a whole lot. Matt Verling was an interesting addition. It's a bad lineup. I mean, seeing Miguel Cabrera play his final year and get some counting stats is about as exciting as it's going to get. Um, Wrong. Watching Eric Haas hit revenge home runs against the Guardians is as yeah. good as it's going to get. I don't I mean, know he he might be their exactly. best hitter again this year. Well, he's off to not a good start. Too. Yeah, yeah, no, not a good. I don't think anyone's. I, I I didn't really dive into their individual numbers other than they you know, looked at the the macro, not the micro. But they've not been. You know, if you're hitting two eight as a team, uh, what Nick Mayton, Jake Rogers, Kerry Carpenter is playing well, uh, but those three are about it. Good on Jake Rogers. I kind of liked him when they got him back in the day in the Verlander deal. But uh, yeah, this is a, a really bad team, and the schedule is set up that. This is a really bad team stretch, and they gotta, they gotta win. You just you gotta win just about every one of these series. Is though the Florida one's gonna be tough, pitching wise, but you gotta beat bad teams, and this is a stretch of bad teams. Well, definitely gotta win this one. Like you said, we'll talk about it on on Thursday, but uh, or on Friday. But the uh, the Miami series is shaping up to have some tough pitching matchups. So get these wins while you can, because even if the, the Marlins aren't great. They do have an interesting rotation, and uh, with this offense, you never know what could happen. So two out of three uh, in this series would look good again. No, Agreed. Uh, thank you for listening, rating and reviewing. Let's shout out a few of these everydayers. I know I've shouted out Aaron B. before. Uh, Alton said something in there, and Alton is inspired one of our best segments a year ago, Alton H., and Mike asked if what he does counts. So let's I'll give Mike one of the shout-outs today. So I'll try to do two to three a day of our everydayers. You know, if I see a name on there, uh, I'm going to naturally add it. Or if someone specifically mentions it, then I'll be going through making a list and checking it twice, finding out who's listening and who's noise. Uh, Thank you again for listening. And go, go, Guardians, go.